This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. All right, welcome back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Jay White. And I am here today in the MPB Think Radio studios. Jeremy Thompson will be uh, live from Hattiesburg here in a moment. He's the owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And uh, Wills Contreras, IT expert at New Core Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, as I understand it, is uh, putting out an uh, email attack fire. So uh, it's a good thing he's an expert. Today, we consider the purpose of social media. What would you personally define as the true purpose of social media? What's your primary use for social media? What do you think when someone says social media? What's the first platform you think of? Are you building your brand? Do you have products that you sell? Or are you uh, a, a personality type? Interesting situation. Are you keeping touch with friends or family? Is that all it is? Or is it just where you get your news and you kind of stay low and under, uh, kind of under the radar. And honestly, do you craft a happier and more perfect image of you and your family than what is reality? I think everybody does that to a certain extent. Can we admit it, though? Finally, which platforms do you enjoy the most and which ones do you avoid? We're talking about social media today, and that can be as wide or as narrow as you want it to be. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Again, that's one eight seven seven mpb ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. As always, we have a, a lot of tech headlines here. And uh, the first one that uh, I'm looking at here, and as an owner of a Samsung Galaxy uh, S9. This is, oh boy. Ahead of the uh, release of the Note 10 announcement, Samsung's headphone dongle has leaked to the media. That's right, a headphone dongle. And what does that mean if uh, if you're a current owner of a Galaxy device and a pair of wired headphones uh, did it feel like somebody just walked you onto your grave? Because just like the iPhone, it looks like the headphone jack in Samsung phones is slowly going to be replaced. And you're going to have to have a dongle, and that's a weird-sounding word, but you're going to have to have a dongle to connect to your phone before you can use a regular set of headphones or earbuds, or you're going to have to have the good old, you know, whatever it is that they use, I think it's the USB USB C, excuse me. You got to have headphones like that. Just like now, you have to have uh, either um, what do they call them, earbuds. I don't own an iPhone, but earbuds Air, or headphones with the specific iPhone attachment. So there you go. Um, that is one of the things that I actually loved about the Android phones is that it seemed like, at least for a while, they were staying true to the actual headphone jack in their phones. But now it's looked like they've gone away from that, or they're eventually going to go away from that, starting with the Note 10. Social media is what we're talking about today. Uh, 877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 
888-900-3684. We're uh, troubleshooting some uh, issues right now, trying to get a hold of uh, Jeremy. So um, this was part of this week's Bite Size Tech, which runs Monday mornings during uh, morning, uh, excuse me, Mississippi edition, which airs 8.30 a.m. on Mondays right here on MPB Think Radio. Sony is warning that PlayStations will cost more if Chinese tariffs continue. Sony and Nintendo have kind of joined together. They're both Japanese company, but they uh, produce most of their, uh, if not all, of the actual consoles, the hardware, in China, which makes them Chinese exports. And, of course, if you've been listening to the news, a big part of the news is that we have uh, tariffs that the Trump administration uh, has uh, put on to China there. And as we discussed, actually, on uh, Money Talks yesterday morning, uh, tariffs, uh, at least in theory, are are nice, but it's more of a... It's more of a symbolic thing because it's not going to affect China ultimately. It's going to affect U.S. consumers because they're going to raise the prices on their products. And that's basically what Sony is saying here. They're warning that the PlayStations will cost more if the tariffs continue. Um, Nintendo has actually moved some of their production from out of China into other Southeastern uh, Asian companies. But um, Microsoft, who makes their Xboxes, Xbox machines, consoles in China as well, uh, has uh, denied rumors that they are moving that their production out of China as well. Sony has not even uh, come close to that. They are keeping it in China. They have not said that they are going away from that. But uh, the price of the PlayStations will go up. The PlayStation 4 is a six-year-old console, uh, but it's still it, it is the considered the current generation. You can get a PlayStation, depending on whether you buy uh Used or new, you can get one starting at around one fifty. You buy a new one with at least a decent hard drive, you're starting around two hundred fifty dollars. The PlayStation Five, the long-awaited PlayStation Five, is coming out in uh, what is set to be November of next year, so November twenty twenty. So you got a little bit more of a year uh, than a year to go until you get the PlayStation Five. The rumored starting cost of the PlayStation Five will be somewhere in the range of five hundred dollars. Now, that is a price that's been estimated before uh, the tariffs have come down. So if the tariffs do remain and Sony does jack up the price of the PlayStation 5, you're talking about a machine that uh, will start in the range north of $500. That is uh, a lot to get in on that. I wonder, to a certain extent, if a price so high, and I understand the price point is partially connected to the cost of building the machine. And the PlayStation 5 is going to be, I mean, it's going to be a Ferrari-like console gaming system. But uh, with uh, things like uh, Google Stadia coming out, which are going to be far less expensive, no hardware to own, it's going to be in your browser, in your computer, uh, and a a monthly charge, uh, a lot less riffraff to deal with right there. So... I wonder if PlayStation will be kind of pricing itself into a very narrow niche of uh, the niche of the gaming console market. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Today we're talking about social media and the purpose of social media. What do you think? I mean, and obviously social media has changed a lot over. 
its existence. If you want to go all the way back to, I mean, I don't know, Facebook maybe was the first one. You had MySpace that was the first breakout platform. Then Facebook has been a big deal. Twitter has come along. Instagram, of course. And then there are all sorts of uh, you know, different ones if you, you go down the line a little bit. And even you know, LinkedIn, which is a social media platform, but it's kind of related to your job and your career and all this kind of stuff. Now, Jay, you can't forget one of the very first social media uh, websites, Black Planet. Black Planet. Dot com. That was... Uh, Early, early <laughs> on, um, in the in the in when the internet was, you know, it was a place a place for blacks to to meet up online. Okay, and then you know, MySpace kind of came over. I may be fudging the timeline, but um, you know, it was right around that time. And I and I'm of the age where I can remember when Facebook was strictly only for college students. Yeah, you had to have the college email to get into Facebook. But now my grandmothers and you know everybody's on facebook now <laughs> right now what is for you java because i and i don't mean to put your business on front street but you have you've been uh a radio dj you were a producer here you dj gigs and stuff on the side you've done that for a long long time you've got products and you are a personality so to speak uh, I, I feel weird saying that, but I host a show, and technically we're called talent. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's a loose, it's a loose term, <laughs> right? Right. Obviously, I'm not comfortable with calling myself talent, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's you have there are a lot of different purposes that you can use social media for. Yeah, and one one thing I will say for for myself, which is not hard when it comes to um, presenting on social media, because I think a lot of people tend to. Uh, equate social media with uh, real life, which it, you know, you have to, you are actually, you are presenting on social media every time you may think you are presenting authentically, yeah. which, which a lot of people do, but you are still presenting. So, um, you know, you're not going to get those uh, intricacies of, of certain people's faults and stuff. But when it comes to me and my social media, I um, uh, keep it clean so to speak because i am but but that's also my myself you know I'm a, I'm a clean person so with all of the different facets that you mentioned they don't kind of clash because if somebody wants to say book me to be a dj yeah then you know i i present a good a good front on that end if somebody knows me as a family person i present a good front on that end if uh you know if you uh, talk about mpb and being affiliated with this uh agency I think I present a good front on that end also, you know, I would say so. Yeah. So, um, you know, when you present on social media, you have to be aware of those things, especially in, in 2019. Clean cut Jones over there in the, in well, the control you know, room. I, no, I, I'm just messing. I am a total person. Now I will, I will say <laughs> that because a lot of people will get, you know, you, you may post something that somebody may say is out of your character, but I mean, Hey, I'm a, to I'm a real person. So I, I, I have my, Saturday nights. <laughs> right. What I would love to talk, I would love to talk to some of our audience because look, there's between Facebook and Twitter, Twitter can get very, very negative. It seems like uh, you can go down the, the negative wormhole much faster on Twitter. At least maybe that's my experience. But depending on what you deal in with Facebook, if you use Facebook for news and you use Facebook for political banter, man, oh, man. I mean, that can be really destructive 
really quickly, especially when you have things like you've had in the news over the weekend with, you know, a couple of mass shootings on back to back days. I mean, that can that can spur a lot of talk and a lot of people don't have that filter to stay out of the negative. I mean, it could get there really fast and then people can get personal and then it can just get really sloppy. So I wonder if, you know, comment, don't read the comments. That's what they always say, right? Especially newspaper uh, articles that are published online. So I wonder what your interaction is with social media. That's our question today. We are considering the purpose of social media. And what do you, what do you define as the true purpose of social media? And what's your primary use? Uh, are you keeping in touch with family or friends? Is it just where you get your news are you selling a product? Are you building a brand? How do you go about doing that? We talked to Java just a second ago, and he kind of talked about all of the things that you have to consider and kind of juggle uh, when you're uh, presenting your personality. And honestly, do you craft a happier, more perfect image of you and your family than what is the reality? I think we all do that to a certain extent. Uh, I mean, because who's going to post all the bad news on Facebook? I mean, you kind of – I know people – always come down on folks for painting a prettier picture of themselves than what is reality. But I mean, really? I mean, you get to put all your bad business out there? I mean, no one wants to see that more than they... Well, anyway, uh, which platforms do you enjoy the most and which ones do you avoid? I'll tell you, for me personally, when we come back from this break, there's one of the most popular social media platforms that I've tried multiple times, actually two of them, that I've tried multiple times to get into, but I just can't because the platform that I involve myself in the most serves the same purpose as those two. And so I don't, it's kind of doubling up. And it's why am I spending more time on the same thing that I can do on this other one? I'll tell you more about that. And I want your comments as well. We'll talk about more news in the week of tech. And you can call us at 877 MPB Ring. That's 1 877 672 7464. We'll take a break. We'll be back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White here in the MPB Think Radio studios. And I think hopefully we're going to have Jeremy Thompson here in just a moment. You don't want me to answer them questions. Today we're considering the purpose of social media. The number to call is one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Got a couple of other things in the news that we'll get to over the course of the show. Uh, FedEx is ending its ground shipping contract with Amazon. Zoinks! What is that about? And then the big news coming out this week that a lot of people I've seen a lot of talk about this on social media. Disney announces a $12.99 bundle for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. And I've seen a lot of people go, oh, well, <laughs> might see Netflix later. Nothing against Netflix. A bunch of people love Netflix, but it might be Disney and chill now. I don't know. Uh, so the number again is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two. 672 
888-900-7464. We start with Jim in Madison. Jim, thanks for calling in this morning. How are you? Good. I'm doing great this morning. Been to the gym and feeling good. Good, good. Excellent. What's on your mind? Um, I was intrigued by your comment about Twitter being so um, coarse in the, as far as political discourse is concerned. Um and I think the problem with Twitter is that the character limitation excludes most people from rational statements. Um, by that, I mean it's really hard to distill a rational political thought down to 140 characters. It really is. <laughs> and most people don't have that skill, but it doesn't stop them from, from tweeting. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I, I mean, I fall, I fall into that trap sometimes. I really do. It, it's very easy to do. Yeah, and, and, you know, I find myself unfollowing a lot of people whose um, tweets are mostly gibberish when it comes to politics. <laughs> yeah, I, I do the same thing. And, folks, you know, sometimes you don't want to unfollow them because maybe you know them or something and you don't want to, like, you know, hurt their feelings or whatever. So maybe you mute them. Mute is the one that I use the most. Mute oh, is yeah. a, mute is your friend on Twitter. Right now, <laughs> now Facebook for me is a whole other deal. Right, because I have some really good longtime friends who have very different political views um, from mine, and we engage in a lot of political back and forth on Facebook. Um, and I usually end up saying some things I probably shouldn't say, but. You know, it's easy to delete a comment. It's easy to delete a post. So um, I, I do find that, that at least for me, Facebook is a much better platform. Jim, we appreciate the call. Thanks for starting us off this morning. All right, you can give us a call, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four. Six four. All right, let's uh, bring in Jeremy. Jeremy, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, hanging out and uh, <laughs> waiting through the problems and getting on with us. Uh, good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's just it comes with the territory. I, I I had to reboot my computer this morning because when I connected uh, to that thing we tried to set up yesterday. Uh, it apparently froze my computer or something, and I didn't realize it because I looked down at my clock, and it tells me that it's like 4.30 <laughs> yesterday. It's like, okay, it's not good. Well. So, yeah, I just restarted my computer, and now nothing's working. So we're huh. on the phones. They sound good, though. Wow. Well, I guess back to the drawing board. Today, uh, our topic is um, the the purpose of social media, and what would you personally define as the true purpose of social media? And uh, what is your primary uh, use for social media? Before the break, I, I teased uh, that uh, Twitter is the one that I that I hang out on the most. I, I have a Facebook. I've tried to get away from that because, there, I mean, there are things and there are words that you can block or filter and things like that. I've, I've not figured out a way to make that work properly um, in spite of my best efforts. And so, but the, with Twitter... I don't understand the the Instagram, the Instagram light. It's just I'm an 80 year old guy now. I don't understand the purpose of Instagram uh, or Snapchat for that matter. And I've tried okay. both multiple times. Like Instagram, for example, it's pictures, right? Twitter right. does pictures. Facebook does pictures. Why do we need well, an Instagram? They, well, they they sort of all kind of 
do them in a better way. So Facebook, you know, originally was for people. Instagram is for people's lifestyles, I think. It's it's more of a way that they can show off what they're doing because people go to Instagram for the pictures, not the posts. Now, I, I may be in that boat uh, by myself because I know that people can write some long-winded posts on Instagram, but mostly what I see are people's photos. And then, of course, you can cross-share those with Facebook, so then it pops up on Facebook and you kind of share your lifestyle with your your family and whatever else. I, I kind of like the bridge between the two and I do I do see the difference because Facebook there's a lot of like drama and nonsense on Facebook. On Instagram you can kind of like slim down what you see. It's more like the Pinterest of Facebook. Does that make sense? Because Pinterest is really positive and Instagram is mostly really positive because people are showing off things that they're doing, where they're going, what they're working on in my case. It's just it's it's just a different it's a different platform for a different purpose. Now, Snapchat, uh, <laughs> which uh, I've recently only started playing with a little bit myself, is actually really cool because of the stories feature that they created that Instagram actually stole because they were like, wow, we offered these guys $5 billion for their company, and they said no, so let's just steal their idea. <laughs> so, you know, that's what they do. So Snapchat has stories which allows you to post little snippets of your day and let your closest people, only the people that you want to be closest to you, uh, to be able to find you and to be able to see that feed. So it's more exclusive. You know, anybody can look up anybody on Facebook yeah. and send them a friend request and possibly see their, their posts that are public. Or if they're friends of a friend, they can even see posts if they allow f posts from friends of a friend. It doesn't work that way on Snapchat. So there's more, there's more privacy, there's more exclusivity, and they've all got their little stupid filters and all that I, I just think are a complete waste of time. Uh, but, but uh, you know, women and kids especially seem to love them, families seem to love them, you know, they're, they're, they're fun for people, so they, they also serve their purpose. But overall, uh, the, the one I really don't get, with, like I'm with you, is, is Twitter. So I, I post little jokes on my personal Twitter, and that's about, like, all I've used it for. Because what can you use it for? Well, that's the thing. See, I, I feel like, okay, so I was a sports radio host for the better part of 17 years. Twitter, because sports, I mean, you can update in, in tiny bits. I mean, in Twitter, it's built perfectly for sports. Sure. So, you know, over the last 17 years, I've built a little bit of an audience within Mississippi, a little bit of a following on Twitter. And then, you know, when you spend time developing that and then after 15 years, you're like, how can I I've spent all this time? How can I monetize this? You can't really. Uh, and so you're like, oh, man, I've kind of wasted all this time, I guess, outside of like, you know, meeting people and you know, having friends and stuff like that and, and branching out your awareness a little bit. But, um, yeah, Twitter, the thing is, Twitter, I mean, Twitter. In a different way than Facebook, it seems like people are on Twitter to just be offended. And I mean, <laughs> quick. I mean, they. It's it's like their 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 pick a offense machine, and they go quickly there. Java, he's been waiting to say something here. Let me let him in. Uh, 
Jabba, what you what were you going to say there? Now I was going to uh, kind of dig on Jeremy how he used <laughs> uh, for the social media explanation. He used a, a social media site to um, uh, describe another social media site, the Pinterest of Facebook uh, for Instagram, which was pretty good. And when it comes to Twitter, <laughs> when it comes to Twitter, I've always um, heard of or or been of the sense of the explanation. Like uh, I don't know if you guys know the part like party lines. Like you would call a number and it just would be a, just a smorgasbord of people and people would just kind of have conversations on there. It's like, you know, it's like a meetup type of thing. Yeah. And you just you just talking over the phone. So Twitter is almost the same thing. Like, I'm just going to get on here with this group of people. I'm going to say something because a lot of people just basically just say something or anything. And then we just go from there. Like if some people will respond to it and some people won't, you know, but then you get those posts that one person will pick up and then in 20 30 minutes it's a trending topic you know all throughout the day and everybody's talking about it on twitter yeah there's so many different like you know with uh black twitter and then you you know you may have uh gay (laughs) twitter like with jay you have the sports twitter because very much so i follow you jay white but a lot of times i'm lost in the sauce because i really don't understand All the the sports, you know, little nuances you guys are talking about, but you'll have a, a, a like fifty comments under your post, you know, and everybody knows what's going on, you know, in your little world. <laughs> Absolutely, it, it okay it, again. It's but Pinterest you mentioned, Jeremy, and that's that. I I tell you what, for a long time, the the idea of Pinterest was kind of like that's for like stay at home moms to find yes. crafts and stuff like that. But Pinterest yes. is fantastic. Yes. I mean, anybody can get, I mean, you could just bury yourself in whatever interest you have on Pinterest. I just liked it because it was so positive. There, there was no, there were no opinions on there as far as like one, one person's beliefs versus another. It was just, oh, I like this, this, this backpack, or I like this laser pointer or whatever. Yeah. You know? Check out all of these books I want to read. I really liked that about Pinterest. Now, what do you guys think about Reddit? Reddit is another one that I, I think, oh. to, to a large extent, can be really, really useful because it is a. I mean, it, it is basically a. Um, it's an OG. It's a it's a peer to peer information portal, uh, yeah, by it, and large, and and it's they have it is open for any topic. And it, it, the thing about Reddit is that their their design is you know, from like 1998 and they've (laughs) never really changed it. And I think that's kind of cool. And when I first started on the website, I was like, what, what is this? How, how does this even work? But, uh, I've actually gotten into Reddit quite a bit because there are so many subreddits out there. There is, there, there is a group of people out there that are into something that you're into. Absolutely. They're on Reddit and they're talking about that. Reddit is is one of the coolest communities because you have all those ways to hone in on those niches, kind of like groups on Facebook, but it seems uh, like there's less static. Yeah. There's well, better it's, moderation. It's, it's, uh, it's more open, and it's a little bit more anonymous, I would say, uh, than Facebook is. And so, you know, people are – I, I yes. think people are not as afraid to share information – uh, as they are on Facebook, right? It is, is very, like you said, man, you can Google almost anything you can think of, and there is a subreddit about it, and they are about it. All right. 
and right. a lot of the like the internet clickbait that you see, a lot of those originated on Reddit. Those are just content creators that went out there. They saw this article that got a lot of a lot of possess- a lot of a lot of reviews, a lot of, a lot of a lot of notice on Reddit, and then they steal all the images and they put them on a page, and they're like, "You'll never believe what happened with this person." <laughs> There's so much stuff stolen from Reddit. Man, I hate those. Uh, you'll yes. never know what she. You'll never guess what she said next. Right. You know, and it's some yeah, yeah. some woman all contorted, and you're like, what? Anyway, all right, the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We just had a call from Hernando drop-off. Give us a call back, and we'll put you straight through after we take this next break. one eight seven seven mpb ring is the number, one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Today we're talking about the purpose of social media. How do you – what do you define as the true purpose of social media, and what's your primary use for that. You can listen to the show on demand on our app, the MPB Public Media app. It's free in the iTunes and Google Play Store. And of course, the show is uh, podcasted uh, in the, uh, the iTunes uh, podcast and as well as uh, Google Podcast, Spotify as well. You can find the show and listen to uh, today's episode or any of the episodes on any of our local shows there, as well as our website, MPB Online. One eight seven seven MPB ring is the number. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. More about the new Disney bundle when we come back. This is Everyday Tech. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I am Jay White with Jeremy Thompson today. He is the owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Wilts Contrer is out today. We're talking about the primary use of social media. And what do you consider the purpose of social media? How do you use it? Which one do you use? Which ones do you avoid? What do you dislike about social media the most? And honestly, do you craft a happier, more perfect image of you and your family than what is the reality? And how do you go about doing so, honestly? The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. So we uh, mentioned a little bit about this earlier. We touched on this, Jeremy. Uh, Disney announces a $12.99 a month uh, bundle for Disney Plus. Hulu and ESPN. It, it will be starting on uh, November the twelfth. The company announced uh, yesterday. It's previously hinted at a bundle for all three services, but uh, it's coming up now. It's twelve ninety nine. It's cheaper than or on par with com- competitive streaming services, including Netflix and Amazon Prime, and it's also significantly cheaper than HBO's Max rumored streaming price of 16 to 17 dollars a month uh hulu is currently available for 5.99 a month if you're ready to watch ads with it which is i mean i guess that's cool with me uh espn plus no way no just no go ahead way, and pay dude. the extra couple of dollars dude, and the, without the, the ads extra bucks just do the math on it like for the amount of time you sit there watching commercials you could <laughs> find up you could find some way to dig that money out of your sofa or you know the bottom of your wife's purse. I mean, it's there, man. You can find it. Just just dedicate that. What every three to six minutes they steal from you for every episode you watch without Hulu Plus. I, absolutely. And now look, I've I've watched a show with somebody who has the regular Hulu, and it does get annoying, especially if you're mm-hmm. doing one of these deep dives where you're just like uh, you're like a binge, binge watching. watching. Yeah. yeah. 
Especially because a lot of times the ad that plays is the same ad. And it plays every break. And you just want something. To, I don't even care. Just play a different ad. No, it's the same ad. It's the same ad again. It's the same ad. And it's almost it's almost prohibitive uh, to the whole experience. Uh, I do that for, I don't know about you guys, but I do YouTube premium. I pay that $10 a month. And it's actually bundled uh, with the uh, Google Music Google Play, Play. Oh, yeah. which is, you know, it's it's Google's it's version deal. of Spotify. Yes. And th- both of those, I mean, I bought it just for the, the Google Music Play. I've, I've had a streaming service since way back in the early 2000s, starting with uh, Rhapsody. Uh, it's just, to me, it's like, it's the way to do music. I don't have to buy stuff. It's, I pay for this and all the music comes to me. I can listen to what I want. I can make playlists and stuff like that. But anyway, that's bundled with the YouTube premium. And let me tell you something, man, when you go for a while, if you watch a lot of YouTube, which I do, if you go for a while without having any ads on YouTube, and then you wind up at a different computer where you're not logged in and all of a sudden you got ads, Uh man, that's you see the value in that nine ninety nine a month, yes, in thirty seconds, and <laughs> man, it is it is easily worth it. All right, let's uh, before we um, before we well, finish I, up this. Go I, ahead, go ahead, Jeremy. Just wanted to say, like uh, this with Disney pairing with Hulu and ESPN, I did not see that coming. This is bad news for Netflix. It the, is, and that's what Netflix I've heard a lot of people sorry. say specifically about Netflix. Is it's, Netflix it's is going to be a hit. In a huge boiling pot right now. You know, Netflix is running on nothing but debt at the moment because they've been creating content and they can't seem to get enough subscribers to really catch up to what they're needing to do. And their content is not on par with uh, Disney. So they're in trouble, man. Well, nobody's on par with Disney when it comes to content. My my question is when this uh, Disney Plus comes out, are they going to take all their content off of Netflix? But um, yes, because you know you have those Mar- the Marvel uh, a couple of the Marvel movies are on there. You also have um, all of the couple couple animated uh, movies like Princess and the Frog and and things like that are already on Netflix. So is that going to pull uh, off of and go to Disney Plus and you know that'll be the only place you can get those yes. movies? Yes, and and Netflix is not even getting Marvel uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. They're they're not getting it. Like this is, this is yeah. This is this is this is a tough year for Netflix. That old Reed Hastings is sweating. sweating well, they do blood. they do have the uh, movie The Irishman coming out, um, which is supposed to be um, with uh, Al Pacino. It's like one of their big movies. Netflix is producing, like you say, Jeremy. They running on debt, but they they swinging for the fences, man. Uh, oh yeah, I mean they they've done an amazing thing. But what they should have done was monetize the platform and sell the idea of that to other people rather than have them go and make their own. They could have sold the software that streams it all because they were the first ones that did it, and theirs is the best. They've got the skip intros. They've got the skip to the next episode. Like They they really honed the experience. If they could have sold that, I think they could have done better off. Maybe they'll wise up. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I mean, you got Disney, which is you know maybe the most well-known you know brand in entertainment. you got Hulu, which is... Essentially, just like Netflix, that is, you know, a, a historic library of television and, and film. And yeah. then you got ESPN, which are the four letters that are synonymous with sports. So that's a 
That's a pretty doggone big triple play, like you said. That's going to be hard for Netflix for to deal with. Yeah, right. Twelve ninety nine a month, like whoa. That's I extremely mean, sure approachable. This has to be some kind of a strategy where they're going to gradually ramp up the price. But at twelve ninety nine, oh man, there's going to be a bunch of people that are like, you know what? I just can't justify Netflix anymore. My kids want Disney. Uh, and a lot of folks have asked if Disney will have kind of two. They'll split their content into a lot of the, the the kids stuff on one side, and then they do own a lot of you know distribution companies that do make uh, you know television that's more uh, adult driven. Uh, you know, just regular adult television. I don't mean anything by that, but uh, it will be interesting to see how they split that up. Um, so we'll be watching for that. Twelve ninety nine. They're Absolutely. talking about November is when it's coming. All right, let's go to wow. the phones first. We have in New Albany uh, Jerry, who's been patient with us. Jerry, thanks for calling in. Good morning. Hey, thank you. I listen to you guys. I listen to you all the time. And I support you every month, and I think everybody who listens to you should support you. You're oh, a resource. We appreciate state. it very much, sir. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm a retired engineer, and I'm technically competent, uh, but I would like to get on a social media just to meet up with friends of mine from the Navy and, and, and you know high school and whatnot. But how would how does one do that and have some semblance of privacy? I mean, Facebook is such a whore for robbing people of their privacy <laughs> and, and using people, and and sure. every other. I mean, this, I'm reading that there's just no way to maintain anything that they don't use you as a product. I would rather subscribe to a, a thing like Facebook and pay them five bucks a month than, than have them record every single thing I do online. So is there any way to do that, or should I just, just keep using my email, which is, it works pretty well, too. It's just kind of cumbersome, and that's all I have to say. I'll listen to your response offline. Thank you. Jerry, thanks for calling from uh, way up in New Albany this morning. Jeremy, what do you think about that, man? That's that's a good question. Facebook, what he's talking about, uh, you know, you can make a private group of just those guys and gals on Facebook there and be connected. That's probably the best, I'm guessing, the best place that you can do that. But then again, like he mentioned, you talk about the privacy stuff that you run into with Facebook. Yeah, there's... There's always certain privacy settings that you can change that will limit what other people can see, but it doesn't limit what Facebook can see and what right. Facebook can harvest from you. So that's that's a tough question. I, um, pretty much all of them give away the account for free so that they can have that access. Um, uh, may, may, I, I'm going to have to look into that and see. I would like to readdress this question. So I'm going to make a note and see if there are any like paid platforms out there where you can uh, maintain some semblance of privacy with your. Well, maybe uh, you know something like Slack or WhatsApp. Maybe something like that. That could that Slack, could be an option. Yeah, Slack would. It's, it's more like a chat room. Yeah. But it. I mean that. Yeah, it would be able to connect him with his buddy. So, but again, what is Slack doing with the information that they? See in your conversations, the pictures you share, uh, the various information that you exchange over their platform. I don't know. I'd have to look into their terms and conditions and see. And I'm really not up for reading all that. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, there. It's just kind of a gamble. Um, I'm sure there's a solution out there for them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look into it. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, it, there's stuff all the time I'm reading about. Uh, this article that I have pulled up here about. Uh, Apple's 2020 iPhones and uh, their their 5G that they're going to be supporting. You know, you have oh, the yeah. you have the links 
at the bottom of the page, uh, other stuff related to this. Here it is. Microsoft contractors are listening to select Skype calls, Jeremy, and uh, uh-huh. and Cortana recordings. Cortana recordings. <laughs> I believe it. They're all they're all doing that. They have to. You know, they say it's because they want to make the technology work better, and I'm sure it is, but I'm sure some people overhear some things that uh, they probably shouldn't overhear. But that's why every time I reinstall Windows or I get on a Windows machine, I go into those privacy settings, and I turn all that stuff off. There's like seven or eight different things you got to go in there and turn off. And one of them is your microphone, so they can't pick up on that information. Yeah. I mean, here's another another article from uh, the tech world this week. Amazon will let you opt out of human review of Alexa recordings. Finally. But the the sub headline is you have to manually delete recordings yourself, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're gonna make it cumbersome because they want that information. You know, like it's it's just it's become so automatic with our surrendering of it that they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, people actually care about this stuff. We got to do something about this. Yeah. Well, all right, but let's not make it easy for them. All right, uh, let's go back to the phones. The number you can call is one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. We have Linda on the line at Poor Gibson. Linda, thanks for calling. Good morning. Yes, uh, I use uh, social media for mainly uh, communicating with friends and my coworkers and um, family, and uh, you know. And I also use it for uh, dealing with, like, my, my Pinterest and uh, uh, type things. But the only thing that I don't like about mainly Facebook is the ads. You know, uh, when you uh, use some of the games, there are ads in it. And, uh, yeah. I wish they can stop the ads, and there's no way that you can go in and, and stop those ads. I wish it. It's it's not going to happen because that platform runs on those ads. If it wasn't for the ads, you couldn't use the platform because you don't actually pay anything for Facebook. So they have to have a way to sustain their business model, and they've boy, they've done that. Uh, They make (laughs) they make bank off of all that information. But yeah, you'll you won't see the ads go away on Facebook unless they have some kind of a subscription based model. You'll have to pay for that, like like we were talking about with YouTube. You pay ten dollars a month, and you don't see any ads on YouTube anymore. That's, yeah, that's something YouTube that you premium. have the option for. But yeah, on Facebook, you don't have, have that option. YouTube. I have YouTube Premium, and I like it. Oh yeah, that's Absolutely. what I'm talking about, Linda. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling us this morning uh, from Poor Gibson. Oh, yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Bye. Linda. Let's take a break here. Our last of the hour. The number to call is one eight seven seven MPB ring one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Speaking of those five G iPhones, Jeremy, when we come back, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, something I learned this week. There are five carriers who are currently uh, who have currently made five G available around the United States. Only five carriers. I say only. I don't know how many there are, but. One of the companies is based right here in Mississippi. That's pretty interesting. We'll take a break. This is Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. It's Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jay White here with Jeremy Thompson today. Number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Got a couple of minutes. We could sneak a call in here in the last segment talking about the purpose of social media today. How do you use it? And uh, which ones do you like? Which ones do you kind of stay away from? Um, Jeremy, is there anything, uh, we didn't have you there in the first segment, is there anything in the world of tech that you've been concentrating on this this week or anything uh, specific in the shop that you've been working on that you've been uh, really digging this week? Yeah. Uh, you know, I always love when I get to build uh, custom computers, and I'm working with a client right now that does uh, dental modeling. And wow. uh, his machine is um, it's probably about five or six years old at this point. And he called me in because he wanted to do some upgrades on it. And um, I was able to to show him where he had way too much and way too little uh, in his machine. And for one, um, we were able to upgrade him to a solid-state drive. So that brought him, you know, way into the future. And his machine is already, like, way more responsive. Um, But I was also able to show him how much work his graphics card was doing and how all we need to do was just put a a new graphics card in and a new power supply, and we would be able to breathe a whole lot of new life into that old machine, and his models will generate much faster, and he'll be able to to do his job a lot quicker, or his his staff will. And um, then he said that he wanted to build another computer to do the modeling specifically. One of them scans it in, one of them models it. So now we're building him a, uh, a second computer where, uh, where he'll be able to do that. And this thing is going to be uh, a beast machine because it's using the new uh, third-gen Ryzen processors. So I saw we're that. really yeah. excited. This is, this is the first one that we've gotten to drop in a new rig. So we're, we're going to fire it up soon. And, uh, yeah, we are extremely excited. Fly off into we, space. We love these kinds of projects, Jay. Absolutely, I know you do. That's it's fun to uh, just to to witness those things like that. Before the break, we talked about um, iPhone introducing three new phones for 2020, and uh, all of them will have 5G. That sounds fancy, but I mean there are very few places actually where 5G is actually available to you. So, uh, as my as my boss pointed out to me, it's a good time to buy a phone in Mississippi because. You know, you, you would guess 4G phones might lower in price because they're they're specifically focusing on their 5G phones now. But like every, most everywhere in Mississippi, almost everywhere, 4G is that's that's as high as you're going to get. That's as fast as you're going to get. But the map that I have here in front of me, there are five carriers nationwide that have installed 5G in uh, certain communities or cities. It's AT and T, Sprint. T-Mobile, Verizon, and C Spire. I nailed it. <laughs> and uh, their uh, C Spire has uh, started with one community, and that's Gulfport, Mississippi. How about that? You have 5G, full speed high G, uh, high G. I think I used to drink high C when I was a kid. Gulfport, <laughs> Mississippi is where you can get some C Spire 5G. Now, other places, AT&T has the most, San Francisco, San Jose, San Diego, all sorts of places in Texas, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, uh, New Orleans has uh, 5G from AT&T, Atlanta as well, Jacksonville, Orlando, Nashville, Louisville, Raleigh, Charlotte. It's pretty uh, It's pretty interesting that AT&T has stayed mostly southeast with some southwest stuff and then out in California, 
a lot of areas they've skipped. New York has 5G from T-Mobile, and that's it. Atlanta, by the way, seems to be the hub that everybody is concentrating on. Uh, there is Verizon 5G there. There's Sprint 5G. Uh, there's uh, T-Mobile 5G and AT&T. So you got four different distributors you could choose from in Atlanta more than any other city in the country, including New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and Dallas. That's interesting. That is interesting. I wonder if it's got to do something with the, the layout of the city. Uh, maybe the infrastructure is easier to install, or maybe it was more cost-effective. There, I don't know. There's a lot of different factors that would go into why they would choose to do Atlanta over something much bigger. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting that some place, you know, uh, Boston, no 5G yet. Miami, no 5G yet. Portland, Seattle, places like that. I got Boz, uh, but I can't get the 5G. That's right. That's right. And that's an interesting thing. To, hey, take note of that if you're going to buy a phone in 2020, uh, if, if 5G is coming soon. Otherwise, you're buying a hot rod that you can't drive around town. Thanks so much for listening today. This has been Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Java Chapman produced the show. Lori Thompson was our call screener today. For Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Cotrere, who was uh, out putting out fires this morning, I am Jay White. Stay tuned. Coming up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy Stewart right here on MPB Think Radio.